Warning! Warning! This episode contains swearing. So, if you don't like words any stronger than... Spanner! Or... Ragamuffin! Then maybe this podcast isn't for you. Some games for legal reasons, some names are changed. Oh, sorry. Gary and Dean, Gary and Dean, chatting along on a new podcast. Gary and Dean, Gary and Dean, you won't get this time back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to series two, episode two of Behind the Medal with me, Dean Smith. And me, Gary Damer. Hello. Hello, everyone. Gary, do you want to do some uh, plug-in shout-outs, all of those bits and bobs? Yeah, let's get that out of the way. Um, okay. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Behind the Medal. Yep. That is our Twitter handle. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, on your iTunes or Spotify or wherever, give us a thumbs up, give us a like, give us a review, give us a comment. Uh, it helps us do what we're doing right now. Yeah, talk to us, talk to us. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, those of you who will have listened to uh, last week's episode will have heard of our serious lack of motivation, but we promised that we would start next week. Yeah. I did. Well, Dean, did you? I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I ran every day last week. Right, yeah, well, you've trumped me there because yeah. we're recording this on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I had to think what day it was there. We're recording this on Sunday and I, I went out for a run this morning. Nice. So, so I've done still one. within the week, yeah. Still within the week. Yeah. Week so starts on Monday. I d- yeah, I did, yeah, I did one run. Yeah, you got that better than the week before. Yeah. You ran every day? Yeah, well, no, I tell a lie. I didn't run. Uh, I ran every weekday. So Monday, Tuesday, oh, Wednesday, right, okay. Friday. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the strangest week of training and running I think I've ever had in my life. What first of all is it training or is it just like you know? Yeah, I'd, yeah, just ju- running I think. Yeah, just running. Yeah, I don't think you can start training officially until like you've got back into it. Does that make sense? I mean, I'm 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 training I'm training for Manchester half, mm-hmm. but this very much felt like just blowing the cobwebs off exactly yeah that's what i'm talking about just yeah. sort of like the calm before the training storm yeah i always say I, th- I might have mentioned it on this before i always reckon you have four runs to get back into it right i, I don't know why that is you just it, it, the first four runs always feel heavy and mm-hmm. like a bit like <clears throat> oh my legs are cramping up or what it's not enjoyable but this this week was super weird it, it I started, I had a really nice run on Monday. Yeah. Lovely run. It felt like I'd never been away. Yeah. I had a nice bit of meditation going on. I was listening to some music. I didn't have a podcast in. I was just, and then I thought, oh, I'm back in. Great. I've, I've swerved it. I've, I've, I've got away with it. Uh, I did, I did six miles. On Monday. On Monday. Right. Nice. Just nice. We've done the trip before. It was like round into town from mine and then back. So nothing, right. just it's very flat. So I thought, great. I'll do the same on Tuesday. I got to, I, cl- I looked at my watch. I got to 1.55 miles and I thought I was dying. Really? On Tuesday. I don't know what it was. It was agony, mate. My chest, my legs. I'd eaten well. I'd slept. I'd, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. The weirdest thing. So how far did you get to on the Tuesday? Tuesday I got... Did you push through? Yeah, well, no, I only pushed through, I pushed through to four miles. So I got to... 
um, 1.55 or 4.5, whatever I said before. And then I um, carried on to two and then just turned around and came back. Because what I would assume that'd be, that that's because you've gone from nothing to doing six miles yeah. and then running the day after. I would, personally, I would have left it a day. I'd just, just as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Because you've gone from doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, you we said before eating bad and you mm-hmm. know partying and whatever um to then running every day yeah no matter what the distance it's going to be a shock to the system in it it's only one day though yeah but it's well it's cl- yeah but you're questioning me when it happened right so yeah yeah true <laughs> i don't know but it, it just felt it felt unfair it felt if it was the other way around if i'd gone first time and i was like fuck i'd have gone okay this is the indulgence that I'm sort of wearing off. But to get like a little freebie of his six months, I mean, it was a slow one. It was an hour. Mm. But here's an hour's worth of enjoyable running. Yeah. And then the next day to be like, fuck you. Right. Everything has to be paid for, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt, it didn't feel like the way around that it should have been. Dan, Dan has always, Dan, our mate Dan Walker has always yeah. got a, a mantra that sticks in my head that training only starts when you want to stop. Absolutely. And yeah. I love that. Because that, that, that always gets me going when, so I'd have got to you 1.55 and be like, fucking hell, that was that was the free bit. The six miles yesterday, that was a different this one point five five was a free bit. Now I've got to work hard to get home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah you're right, yeah. So what did you do for the rest of the week? You, then, we're on Wednesday. So then Wednesday I did four miles and it felt okay. Mm-hmm. It felt okay, felt I felt strong. Um I was listening to a, a podcast. Um and was it ours? Uh yeah, it was actually. Oh, was it? Do you listen to ours? Well, I'm, as I'm editing it, yeah, I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> right, hates him, son. <laughs> That's why if anyone ever sees me running, I'm pissing myself. I'm like, oh, <laughs> patting myself on the back. Yeah, I listen to it so that I know it's edited yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but and it felt it felt okay, not great, but okay. Then um, Thursday was horrible again, mm-hmm. but then Friday was great. It just didn't. It, none of it made sense. It yeah, was literally like weird. rolling the dice. And um, yesterday I was out all day. Today's Sunday. Yesterday, so Saturday, I was out all day. Um, today I woke up a bit hungover. We, I was was out with the family last night, um, and then so I've not run today. But I'll be running tomorrow. Yeah. And I, I have no idea what will happen. Well, I think here's here's my prediction for okay. tomorrow's run. I think because you've had that two days off. Yeah. I think Monday is going to be another good run for you. Okay. So my <laughs> advice to you would be. Have the good day Monday, mm-hmm. and then maybe do something different on Tuesday. Maybe gym, yeah, gym, or yeah. do a f- couple of planks in your living room. That was planks, by the way. <laughs> 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 and then, and then get back to it on Wednesday because yeah. I think, if, like I said, if you go from nothing mm. to doing every day, you're gonna injure. I mean, I know it's not long distance we're talking about, but you, you've got more chance of picking up an injury or stress. Yeah fracture or something daft like that yeah what are you laughing at stress fracture from two miles listen it's not about <laughs> distance is it we we know this it's i'm i'm not gonna leave you alone yet i just want to mention today my run i've noticed that one of my feet was hitting really hard and i don't know why on the All floor right. so that was in my head i was thinking right i need to sort that out because i don't want to injure myself I'm right like, so I'm, all I'm, listen, I'm just giving you a bit of advice thanks you don't need to laugh at me <laughs> <laughs> dr damer yeah Maybe just don't push yourself too hard too soon. I think the I think cross training is a good idea. Yeah. Just to just until I get that fitness back, I have put a little bit of weight on. Yeah. And so just shaking that off will be a process before I can then start exactly running through, thinking you're a hero again. That's. Do you know what it genuinely is? That I get frustrated that 
I've had like three months off nearly. Yeah. And why can I not run the same distance and pace that I did as we were training for fucking Madrid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so I'm remind a, yourself of that then. Yeah. But I'm, how does that, why does, why do I have that? I'm an intelligent man or am I? Because, it, well, yeah, the jury's out on that one. Right. But I think it's, it, for me, it's impatience because I'm really impatient. Yeah. And because we put in four or five months work to get to marathon ready mm. and then it takes fucking Not hardly fun, anything yeah. to lose it again. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to starting back up again and you can't run as mm. far as what you could before, it's like, fuck, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. I need yeah. to be back at that point and... Maybe it's for me. It feels like it's impatience, a frustration. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe doing this. Maybe just going out and doing a ten k or a, just under ten k with a six was just unnecessary. I should have started smaller than that. I did. I did start. I started with a ten k. That's what I did today. Right. So let's go into that then. How was that today? Well, now I feel like <laughs> I'm really worried about tomorrow because I loved it. Nice. I really, really enjoyed it. I put my headphones in. I had music on. And from the first 100 yards, mm. I had a big grin on my face. Oh, I was good, like, I man. miss this. Nice. And I, all the way around, I was going, why did I put this off for so long? Yeah, yeah. And I loved it. And do you ever get that where you listen to a song and you just need to keep hearing that song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was The Proclaimers, mm -hmm. I'm on my way. Nice. And I must have restarted it about five or six times. Nice. I just couldn't stop. And I was singing to it. I was, it made me smile. It made me feel good. It was giving me tingles. Hey, smile. Did they play that at Glastonbury? Yeah, they did. Yeah, right. yeah. Was yeah. it a little, maybe a little shimmy back to that field? Possibly, yeah. I never yeah. thought of it like that, but possibly, yeah. yeah. I remember the first time I went to uh, to Glastonbury, uh, Pharrell Williams was playing and he uh, he debuted a song, Freedom, that he's got. Do you know that song? No. Um, and the field just went absolutely crazy for this tune. It was, yeah. it was like, this is my new tune. And new, normally new songs at Glastonbury, whatever, but it, for whatever reason, it connected with the field and with me. Yeah. And I had exactly the same thing for about a month afterwards. Just kept reloading that tune when I was training. Yeah, yeah. Reloading the tune. Because it put me in, in a different headspace to maybe where I was. Yeah, maybe, it will, maybe it, we're getting a bit scientific here, but maybe it does release some kind of endorphins or... Man, complete. I can. Do I you can think a song can do that? Hundred percent. There's the, the of the senses. Um, apparently, smell is the is the most potent to release um, memories. Like you can smell something. Yeah. That, I remember the. <laughs> this is super weird. I remember the there was a rocking horse. <laughs> right. In, in my reception class. So when Ooh, I was four. What years did you old. do to the rocking horse, dude? <laughs> 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 nothing but it had this real like dusty smell it's really old rock and, rock. and if i smell like that that dusty uh, smell like theater curtains or something like that yeah yeah i'm straight back to reception and literally my i don't have the choice of remembering it does that make sense it yeah just comes, yeah boom, straight back into my brain that's but, weird but so that's the first one and then the second most visceral memory stirring sense is uh it's audio is it hearing Pardon? things <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do a scientific word of fuck to do it. But no, absolutely. So you can hear something and just be transported back somewhere. Right, yeah. So that makes sense then. Yeah. So maybe it was that and that. It just made me feel it got tingles everywhere. Oh, and nice. That, I probably got a few three miles off the back of that anyway. Ah, oh, wicked. And then about three miles in, my headphones died <gasps> because I've not used them for so long. They just <laughs> gave up. So the battery ran out. Or maybe they were like, not this fucking song again, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I wore them out to themselves. in repeat. <laughs> um, so that, I then had three miles to get home. And I, it's very rare that I run without headphones outside yeah. of an event. But like I said before, I really noticed one of my right foot was landing really heavy. Mm. And I don't know what that was. So I was just concentrating on trying to sort of 
land a bit lighter or I don't, I don't it just felt really heavy you got new, new boots new no shoes? no 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 same same gear but that, i mean that's probably just like i say out of practice yeah. a bit so yeah. i just sort of strengthened up a bit picked my head up yeah took my arms in a bit because i guess i was probably all i was doing a phoebe run you know from friends <laughs> <aren't>? <laughs> <laughs> arms all over the gas so i just straight end up and then i i loved it nice, three miles man. home and i again i got in that space of i was thinking of things to do for the podcast today for the record and yeah i was just having a great time Mate, perfect. Yeah. Is that you started now then? That's think? me back in the game. Nice. What I'm going to do though, I'm going to take a leaf out of my own book and I'm not going to do anything tomorrow. Yeah. I'll maybe have a plank. Okay. Have a little plank in my room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get you some magazines, yeah. <laughs> and then go could out you, and do a few few runs on Tuesday. Could you, uh, could you fill it to the line, please, uh, Mr. <laughs> <Dara>? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll yeah, do a run on Tuesday. So that's me back into it now. Nice. Yeah, I'm good. And um, what's also gave me that extra bit? Oh, I booked the Manchester half. Did nice. I tell you? Uh, yes, you did. Yeah, you sent it into the group message. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm booked on for that now. So that's, like, like I say, it's weird, isn't it? The dangling carrot. Yeah, it can be. It's, it's gave me that thing. That can be all you need, just the the necessity. Yeah. Or the... Yeah, no, the dangling carrot, that's a good, that's a, yeah, something, yeah. To, something to just aim for, because Dan's signed up as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Dan Walker, so there'll be a crew of us. Uh, Myrna's doing it, shout out Myrna, she likes to hear her name on this podcast. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a few of the people that have been in touch who are doing, is it Royal Parks half down south? Yeah. So there's a few of us aiming for, for training towards things for that for that weekend. So how is your training going, listener of this thing? Um, please let us know, because we have started, officially we have started. We're here. We're here and we're, we're smelling dusty old curtains of <laughs> Dean's being transported back to the time he had his dick in a rocking horse. <laughs> uh, so, we were talking last episode about Glastonbury 2019. Yes. Which, after we finished recording, reminded me of... Glastonbury 2016, but mm -hmm. an event we did the week after, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was the weekend after, yeah. We did a triathlon in uh, Whitchurch. Yeah, how long was the triathlon? It was a half Ironman distance. <clears throat> I know, I know. So what I've got is, when we first started this podcast, I wrote down in my notes on my phone all the events we'd done mm -hmm. and sort of like little tales about them. And for some reason, we just brushed past that one. We, we didn't cover it for some yeah, reason. I can't remember the why Whitchurch try. Yeah. Um, so... Which church triathlon was a half Ironman distance the week after Glastonbury. Never was a sillier idea that we've had than that. Well, let's let's start from the yeah. top. So there was me, you, and Dan Walker. Yeah. And we arrived in Whitchurch, yeah. and we were camping again. Well, me and you were camping. Do you remember what happened with Dan? Oh, yes. I do remember this. Well, vaguely, yeah, go on. We got there, and he was like, I'm not fucking camping, Dino. Um, I, I'm, I can't be doing this. He said, oh, I'm going to book an Airbnb. So he goes on his phone. I mean, last minute. Yeah. Out. So he goes on his phone, uh, books this Airbnb. Um, half an hour later, he gets a, a message saying that the Airbnb can't have him. So he's starting to panic a little bit. Um, he drives to a pub to see if they have rooms at the pub. Whilst he's at the pub, in the middle of fucking nowhere, he meets someone who he knows from school. I remember. And they yeah. go, yeah, you can come stay at ours. In Whitchurch. In fucking Whit Landed on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan's a London boy. Yeah. In Whitchurch. I mean, fucking hell. Which is like on the border towns, and it's like, it's now, it's out near. Yeah. Um, well, I don't even know where it is. I think Shropshire Way. 
That's so bizarre, isn't it? That's typical Dan, though, like... Yeah, winging it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what a guy. What a guy. And and as well, hold on, he's the only fucker who got any kip last time we (laughs) camped. So why did he get a cushy bed and me and you were snuggled <laughs> up again? Yeah, I've forgotten about that, actually, um, how weird that all turned out. Yeah, I remember, do you remember texting us saying, oh, yeah, I've just bumped into a mate at the pub, so I'm saying it is. Yeah. What? Yeah, bizarre. But we were, we were kept, we camped. Yeah. And then we got up for try day. No, no, before, before then. <laughs> before then. Oh, God, f- fucking <laughs> hell. This is like the, the reason why I wanted to, why I wrote it in my phone. Well, we, we like, we, as we spoke about before at the Fanbridge uh, half, um, we got there, set up, we're giddy to see each other, and there was a pub on site, so we thought, right, cool, we're going there, spaghetti carbonara, pint of beer. Not ideal, but the carbonara's all right, beer's yeah. not so great. Uh, this time, we couldn't find anywhere, could we? No, because it's a small gaff, in it? So yeah. we found a Thai restaurant, <laughs> that, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we ordered like the the, the buffet menu on it. We were just fucking shitloads. No, wasn't it called the banquet menu? Banquet, that's it. Wasn't that, it like it just a list of food yeah. that just kept arriving? Uh, there was so much food. <laughs> so we uh, we absolutely devoured all the food. Yeah. Like, we polished it off. And we we're going to just skip time a little bit because about a week or two after Mm. i was reading uh, an article online about triathlons and how to prepare and i kid you not one of the the quotes in it was about diet for triathlons going you know food is not as massive a deal because you're burning off all your calories blah blah blah. i mean we're not going to recommend you go out and eat a massive Thai meal. That's like the worst thing you can do. And I was fucking pissing myself because that is literally what we'd done. We'd been to Glasgow. We'd had a week of carnage at Glasgow. Yeah. Then we'd had a Thai banquet. Yeah. Like the worst prep ever. Slept in a tent. Didn't sleep in a tent. Just was in a tent for a bit. Yeah. I reckon that the guy who wrote that article was probably like behind us in the restaurant. That it was and he such just, a coincidence. He just snuck in there for like a bowl of rice. And he's gone, look at these fucking idiots. They're all having beer. They're all eating this Thai banquet. And then just as we got the um, just as we got the uh, bill and we're about to go off, Dan let off a massive fart. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was awful. In the restaurant. It. We just sat around and Dan just went. <laughs> I was mortified, yeah, but also. So childish. Just, yeah, just really impressed with him. Like, this is me. I'm just going <laughs> to. Yeah, it had a really dusty smell though. Suddenly, <laughs> I was back in reception. <laughs> but no, the, I think I think you hit the nail on the head here. I think the 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 first time round when I did Glastonbury and then a triathlon, I I was fitter anyway. Yeah, and uh, our preparation the day before was a little bit better. So this time round, Glastonbury, then not great preparation then a Thai banquet then sleeping in a tent then getting up and doing it it was a difficult try yeah, and those knowing you Dean as well as I do there was probably a little sprinkle of cocksureness about you going oh, I've done it before so we can fucking do it again big time whereas I felt again a bit wary about it because Ooh. it's a fucking long way and I oh, like you say I didn't feel on top form now I can't remember much else about it. Like the swim was fairly um, unadventurous. It was fine, wasn't it? It was just a lake. This yeah, time. cycle was fine. Mm. Was... No, the cycle wasn't fine. Do you not remember they they basically we started at the lake in mm-hmm. transition and then we went out and they'd put the marker at the wrong 
um, roundabout. So we oh, actually yeah, yeah. We actually cycled on it. an extra six miles, yeah. Yeah. Because the roundabout that it was supposed to be at, they didn't put it there. So the, to turn us round, we went to a further one and had to come back on ourselves. Yeah. Because everyone's watches were going, oh, we've, we've, we've cycled 62 instead of 56. Yeah. And it was like, what? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And then the, then the run, the run, again, Gary's wheels fell off. Uh, yeah. Because it was, basically, it was a lap system of the run. Yeah. Now, what they did is they, they tried telling us about this lap system yeah. at the starting line just before we're about to go for a swim. So you've got adrenaline, yeah. you know, you're chatting with your mates and yeah. there's a guy at the back going, so when you get to the left, <laughs> you're going to turn around there. Bearing in mind, you've got swimming hats on as well, so it's hard yeah. to hear. So he'd finished talking and I went, what, what was that? What? So he's obviously given us vital information that I didn't hear a fucking word of. Yeah. And then when we were out on the course, it was just, uh, just baffling. I didn't know yeah. where we were going. Now, as I remember, you, we went down, we went from the, uh, transition we went down a road we came back up the road we went round the lake and then we went to the other side of the road and ran up and down it four times remember we went to the top that's, to the bottom, it, that's where i top. couldn't get yeah i couldn't understand it yeah. so what i was doing was running up the road down the road around the lake up the road down the road around the, i went around the lake about five fucking times <laughs> supposed to do it twice yeah <laughs> i just and i so i said to i I didn't know what was going on yeah. I, and I was getting really wound up because I was asking people, okay, yeah. how many times are we supposed to be running up and down this road? <laughs> and I was getting different answers. Yeah. And then I told someone what I'd done mm -hmm. at one of the marshals and they were like, no, no, no. So this is what you need to do. And he said to me, he said, you need to, you personally need to run up and down this road like five more times or something right. to make it count or yeah. something like that. And I didn't have it in there. I was, yeah. I was, I was done. So I just quit. Yeah. And, that's the first time I've ever done that. Yeah, pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I was, I just didn't have it in me. I couldn't face going up and down that fucking road. Did you have it in your legs or was it just a pure like in your head logistical like fuck that? Yeah, I think I'd lost the head battle. The legs yeah. probably had it in them. Yeah. From what I can remember. But it was just the mental game I'd, I'd lost. It It would beat me. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't, like I said before, it was, it was a tough one because running literally uh dear listener it was a road which was a bit of a hill as well by the way mm. wasn't it? and you would start on the left hand side of the road run up it you got to a point where there was a guy um and there was a, a bleep mat one that you know like yeah a timing mat just a guy there in a tent and you would cross the mat and then come down the side of the road it a little bit so shit and then go back up and then come back down so you're not looking at anything no you're looking at the same people coming back at our... it was boring as fuck that yeah. one. and so i can completely see that how you it, having got it wrong and having done things slightly differently, you probably ended up would you probably ended up running fifteen miles. Well, it, that, this was because it was a while ago, and I'd, I'd not, I, I wasn't going as serious guns as what I am now. Mm. It was I didn't wear a watch, I didn't do anything like that, yeah. so I've no idea distance wise how much I actually covered. Yeah. I would have thought, in in all honesty, it probably wasn't that far off the distance by the amount of times I was going around the lake and up and down the road. <laughs> It probably balanced out, but officially, yeah. I just thought, "Fuck this!" Like, yeah, because how long? How long from you stopping did Dan cross the line? I, I can't remember no. it, to be honest. But it, where the point where I'd quit, decided I couldn't go on, was then like about a five-minute walk back to the sort of transition area, and it yeah. was just so it was so depressing. Yeah, man. And you've sort of walking with your head down. Mm -hmm. 
in hindsight, it's one of those things where you go, it was the right call at the time. Yeah, man, 100%. Because well, anything could have happened. Absolutely. And we, we've sat here before, and this is the first example of no heroes mm -hmm. that has that we have to tell you guys, really. We've we have this mantra that we've never needed to use, or yeah. you, that you guys have heard that we've never needed to use, but here, here we are using it. Yeah, I you, used it. You looked at the situation, and, and knowing that you had Glastonbury, knowing that you'd fucked up the the course a little bit and you'd just gone, right, no heroes. I'm not going to put myself through this. Yeah. Um, so good on you, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Because I remember you struggled with it a bit afterwards. You were going, oh, fucking... I was gutted because I wish, I just wish I'd have carried on. Yeah. And it was it was also a really hot day. Do you remember our sun, we had our sun sunburn. Sunburn? Yeah, there's a great photo. I'll have to take it out where all three of us are in my kitchen with uh, matching sunburns. It's brilliant. It looks like, because we had the tri suits on, which have the shoulder <laughs> cutouts. It looks like we've all got some fucking Serrano ham on our shoulders. <laughs> it's, that is deep red. It's um, horrible. There's a, a tweet I saw, and it was only this morning. It, it's weird that it's popped up because it fits really well to this. It's by a guy, right, I saw it on Twitter called Benjamin Blank, uh, Blankenship. <laughs> Words. <laughs> Go again. Benjamin what? Benjamin Blankenship. Benjamin Blankenship. <laughs> He's an American runner, right? All right. But he put on, he put on, this is it. Everything in life, every single thing is about the balance of caution and risk. You cannot always play it safe. You cannot always go all in. Figuring out which to do when, that's the challenge before you. So that was my head mm -hmm. on the Witch Church try going, do you know what? There's too much risk involved yeah. here. I'm not going to go all in. I'm going to fuck it off. I like that. that. I like that a lot. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I like that he's equated it because this guy's a runner. Mm -hmm. So everything in life, it's about... Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. Balance. Amazing. No, I mean, fucking hell, we're on the ball, as you know. On the ball? Topical. <laughs> no, I like that. As you were reading that, I was nodding along. Even, even stuff like when you're pulling out at a junction in your car. Yeah. I mean, be safe. But it's it's in that that thing that he just said there is very beautiful and equates to a lot of things. But even to that degree, yeah, 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 that's cool. I like that. It's nice, isn't it? That's kind of described my anxiety. <laughs> well, it's one of those things that because we've talked about this before, and you cover it in your ginger wisdom. Some of the people's quotes oh, and are just so wanky and don't mean anything. But yeah. that I, it really resonated with me. Mm. So apologies if I've nicked that for one of your future ginger wisdoms, but I felt like it was perfect to drop it in in this moment. Nah, man, that's, that's, that makes too much sense for it to be ginger wisdom. Very true. If you're reading something going, I agree with that, that I don't... I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't make the cut. I never want a ginger <laughs> wisdom where you go, yep. <laughs> Likes that. Good. So, uh, so yeah, I pulled out and you you finished it. You you did well. I finished it, yeah. Um, again, though, struggled, slow time. I think, I think I finished it over seven hours, which was... You know, a good forty-five minutes slower yeah. than I'd done the the previous half Ironman, um, but again, no heroes. I, I didn't want to go quicker than that. Mm -hmm. It was hot. I remember running past Dan uh, when we were doing that sort of zigzag up and down that road, um, and I was talking to him. I was like, "Yes, Dan, go on. You're doing your thing, mate." He didn't hear me, like he, it, as in he was in so much pain. Yeah, and he was focused, and his head was up because Dan is very pale. We're all three very pale, differently pale <laughs> gentlemen, and he was sort of he had his hands up. He looked like a T Rex when he was running. <laughs> And his head was up to the sky, and he was like, eh. and I said, "Hey, go on, Dan, you're doing it." Like nothing. Yeah. I was like, Fuck. And I, that happened. There was another couple of guys as well, who were running together, and I ran with them for a little while. I remember, um, and they were all over the place. Like, it, I mean, it's, it does get a little bit dangerous. It does in the heat, and I think as well, you nailed it before. 
because of the the route. I think because yeah. you've got nothing to focus on. Yeah. All you can think about is how much pain you're in and yeah. and how much you're hurting and how much of a struggle this is. I think at least when there's something going on around you, something to look at. Mm. You know, a bit of a crowd or whatever. Yeah. Well, like with, with the Madrid Marathon, when I was in all that pain for that last fucking 10 miles. Mm. You're in Madrid, it's a beautiful city. Yeah, Every yeah. corner you turn, I was having a nice time as a tourist. Never, a horrible time as a runner, but a nice yeah. time as a tourist. I think, yeah, that's that's the th and that's that's our last experience of the half iron, isn't it? We've only we've done two. Yeah, I didn't want to conquer it again. No, nah, it, it, I mean, I, 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 I think I will do some more at some point. Half irons? Yeah. Okay. But at the minute, the idea of, it's it's... The, the idea of putting a half marathon on the end of what you've already done, because swimming and cycling does not come natural to me. Yeah. And so by the time I've done the swim and the cycle, I feel like I've achieved everything. Yeah, yeah. The run, like I think I did the half at, on at Whitchurch. I did the half in, I think it was 148. Your your half marathon times at the end of any try. Uh, wait a minute. Your run times at the end of any try are always ridiculous. Yeah. It's like you've not done anything before it it's because i just take it fucking easy on the other stuff because mm. i'm not very proficient yeah. at it so i have to i i feel like i've warmed up and then i just go hell for leather yeah um but yeah, it, that was a tough event it was a really tough event and I, again I, as, as we were putting this together uh this podcast together weeks and weeks ago when we were talking about the other half iron for whatever reason we skipped to this but i remember you saying about your regrets or a, a, a little bit of shame about not finishing and i remember saying to you dude if only but there was that poor guy who, who died at London Marathon this year. Yeah. I mean, we don't know the circumstances, but you know, people do die. I know. Whilst they're doing these events, and so I would encourage anyone listen to your body, listen to your head. Yeah, that's good advice. Like, no fucking hell. Just if 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 you have decided we're we're on about maybe going out to Australia to run this race, right? Mm -hmm. If we've spent a bag of sand on getting out there, some accommodation and the thing. If I get to ten miles and I go, nope. I'm yeah, not gonna be like, I need it. to finish it because I mean, I've come all this way. What, finish it and then end up in a fucking curse? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that's very sensible advice. Yeah, it doesn't, sometimes, I think, sometimes when, you, when you've when you trained for something and you, sh you, you feel like you should feel, I mean, I started at the start of this podcast talking about it. I felt like on Tuesday, I should feel like I can go and do six miles. I couldn't. No yeah. way, no, no way. Just because you're doing an event doesn't mean you have to get your money's worth. Yeah, yeah, you, push you, it. Your heart might not get its fucking money's worth. That's that's the one, isn't it? Yeah. Very sensible advice. So I'm, I'm glad I can delete off my phone now, which church. That, yeah, man. It's got all kinds of advice and morals in that story. Exercise the demon. No heroes. No heroes. No tie banquets. <laughs> and no Glastonbury. It's a shithole. Just to pick up on last week. <laughs> yeah. Do not apply for tickets for Glastonbury. <laughs> Hi there, my name is Tim, and I'm the gaffer here at Spether Wounds, your local family-friendly pub slash restaurant slash EDL clubhouse. We've been awarded three Michelin Man stars for our homegrown British food, such as seafood paella, chicken tikka masala, and spaghetti bolognese. Our pale ale of the week from Farage's Brewery is the white supremacist skinhead. And don't forget to bring the nippers down to play in our brand new soft play area with the Brexit ball pool, Angela Merkel's slide of death and Trump's Mexican climbing wall. Spare their wounds. Everyone welcome. Terms and conditions apply. So now it's time for... Ginger Wisdom. Ginger Wisdom. Okay, Gary. So, um, as always, two quotes 
I want to hear your thoughts, your feelings on them. Um, for the first time, we've had one sent in by a listener. Oh, nice. Um, so uh, those Saved of you... you a bit of work. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. They just <laughs> get people to phone stuff in. Um, but it, no, if, if you've seen something or heard something that you think is ridiculous or you just want Gary's take on it, please do send them in. Um, so, But this is the one that I found this week, and then we'll get on to the listener's one. Okay. Um, okay. Even if you are on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. Even if you are on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. How do you feel? What do you think? Mm, right. Even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. This reminds me of the one last week where if, if, if you're hitting a target every time, yeah, it's too big or too near or something. Yeah. 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 So even if you're on the right path... Mm -hmm. You, you still need to push yourself. Yeah. You, you still need, is that right, isn't it? Yeah. So I, you still need to, so you could, if if I'm, I've discovered running mm -hmm. in this five or six years, yeah. I could still be doing one mile a day, but yeah. because I've pushed myself, this, I'm just s s spilling words out of my mouth here. I can see. <laughs> really struggling to string a sentence together. It's like no. alphabet spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. So, I know I, exactly what you're trying to say, but carry on, try and get there. Because I made the running, the running for me was the path, yep. right? But I could have just done a mile a day and that would have been good, mm -hmm. but not good enough. Yeah. Is that right? That's it, isn't it? It can be, but what, what I thought when I... You're going to now nail it, aren't you? Go what on. What I thought when I... <laughs> Bear in mind, I've had this quote for a while, so it's yeah. like, it's you've just heard it. What I, heard, what I thought when I heard this, even... If you were on the right track. So in the last five or six years, you've been running. Yeah. So you are on the right track because yeah. you've been running. You'll get run over if you just sit there. You've been just sat there for three months. Yeah. So if you just stay there for two, you're on the right you're on the right track. If you were to then go and run the Manchester half without doing anything. I'd get run over. You get run over. Not physically, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the event would bowl you over. Uh, yeah. So that was what I was trying to get at, but without, yeah. you know. Words. I, I have to put it in examples you have to yeah you have to put yourself in it yeah yeah you're like in friends where joey stands on the map <laughs> that's literally what i have to do with ginger wisdom i have to try to equate it to something in my life <laughs> then egotistical right. <laughs> no it's only, it, it, things without uh personal attachment often are just more conceptual but no do you, what do you think of that, is that, is that i like agreed? that one i like the ones that are genuinely motivational rather than condescending or a bit sort of patronizing yeah so that one feels like yes fair play to you you yeah. might be doing the right thing yeah. however now is not the time to sit back on your laurels now that you've discovered the right thing yeah oh here's one here's a here's a like a micro example of what this is saying yeah madrid marathon you yeah. know you you started walking for about 10 seconds yeah you're on the right path yeah Started walking for about 10 seconds that guy said vamos yeah you didn't just sit there yeah you got yeah, back yeah. running you stayed on that path you carried yeah on yeah, yeah. Is, does that work? Yeah. No, yeah, it does. Do you think, right, with Gigi Wisdom, people far more intelligent than us are listening going, these guys are talking a heap of shit and they're, they're discovering stuff about themselves and their training, which is much bigger. And me and you are just going, yeah, I was on the path once. <laughs> it was the cycle path and I got run over. I hope so. I hope that's what's happening. I, I want people to be putting themselves in, in the in quote as well. Yeah. Right. Standing on their map yeah. of quotes. And then this maybe opening new go on. 
doors. Ace. I was just about to ask you, what opens, Gary? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, opening new doors and new pathways. Mm -hmm. That's it. Bosh. Clicking on it if you can hear that. Done, done. Uh, So we like that one. Yeah, I do. I like that one. Okay, so uh, this next one uh, was sent in um, by uh, Tony Bell, um, a friend of mine, uh, listener of this uh, lovely podcast. Um, he'd seen this uh, as a quote on Instagram, I believe. Okay. And he wants to uh, to know your thoughts on this. Okay, Tony, I'll do my best. Okay, li- knuckle down. Yeah, listening? I'm in. It isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you out. It's the pebble in your shoe. It isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you out. It's the pebble in your shoe. The fuck's that about, Gary? It isn't the mountains... Ahead to climb, it's that's gonna fuck you up. It's the pebble in your shoe. Yeah. Ah, right. So, again, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my map out. Go on. I'm gonna stand on it. Yep. And I'm gonna equate it to: Have you ever heard of uh, everybody wear sunscreen? You know the Baz Luhrmann thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he says in it, there's a line in it, something like, um, the stuff, the major stuff in your life isn't the stuff you worry about and stress about Mm -hmm. it's the little stuff that blindsides you on a tuesday morning yeah is that right so i think so yeah yeah. i'm panicking about climbing up this mountain and going oh i hope i've done enough work i hope i've got the right clothes on i hope i hope my compass is working yeah where i should be focusing on have I got stones in my shoe? The little things well i I think is that it i've kind of but i think as you, you can go further it's not it's obviously your preparation as well, but the mountain itself, it can be as big as it wants or as small as it wants. If you've got a pebble in your shoe, it's going to have an effect. Yeah. So as, as well as it being about you, it's mm-hmm. about the task. Yeah. So uh, Madrid Marathon. Yep. We're running 26.2 miles. We've mm-hmm. done all the training. The fella sat opposite me, Dean Smith, falls off a curb. Yep. The little stuff that I didn't, Pebble in my shoe. Yeah, that yep. was your pebble in the shoe. Oh, I like that one, Tony. It's a little bit more conceptual. A little bit more. Um, yeah, it's just the way that you described it then reminded me of a thing. I uh, a few years ago, uh, my dad had some had a big health scare, and I dealt with it mm-hmm. in a logical, nice way, and then and spoke to him and spoke to my sister and blah blah. And then I was in some traffic, mm-hmm. burst into tears. Because I was like, I need to get a place. This fucking traffic bursting into that pebble in my shoe was the thing that got me. Yeah, the mountain, which was my dad's health, uh-huh. w- wasn't the thing that was wearing me out. It, I mean, it was, but the pebble was the thing that that broke the camel's back. Yeah, Does that yeah. equate yeah, to yeah. that? No, that works. Or is that a different, slightly different thing? It's slight. I think it's slightly different, but it, the same coming at the same uh, metaphor because yeah. it is that the little thing that. It is the straw that breaks camel's back, in it? I guess yeah. in that respect as well. I like that one. It it really reminds me of that. I can't I can't think what the line is. Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. Yeah. We can Google it. Right, I've got it. So the quote is: "The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind. The kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Right. Just something yeah. that just comes at a text with bad news, or yeah. just something. They're the ones." That are you pebble in the shoe. Yeah. That's your, what I'm thinking of. In your blind spot. Yeah. Something that just turns yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, Um I would also recommend everybody to listen to that. Yeah. Get it on YouTube. Everybody Wears Sunscreen by Baz Lernham. Unbelievable. It's like a spoken word song and it's just full of amazing feel-good 
advice. Uh, so that's your homework, ladies and gentlemen, between now that and... That is your homework. We've given out homework. Who do we think we are? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dean, This is, I've got a new feature. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I finally pulled my finger out. So the quiz is gone. The quiz is gone. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it's not a million miles away, but what it is, is, do you know on Countdown... Yeah. ...where they have all the sort of numbers game and letters game... Yeah, yeah. ...and then they throw over to good old Susie Dent in right. the Dictionary Corner. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were going to have me doing fucking Long Division or something. That's not <laughs> podcastable, like... <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. Uh, yeah, they throw over to Susie Dent... Yeah. ...and she teaches us something. Okay, cool. So, welcome to... Dictionary Corner. <laughs> How long did it take you to come up with that fucking pun? About five days. <laughs> Ace, I'm into it. Does it work? Does it work? Dictionary corner. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. All right. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a couple of facts. Uh huh. There. I mean, you can. I can maybe open them up to a bit of guessing from you, but okay. a couple of just genuine facts, and then I'm going to end with like a hero of the podcast, so right. someone that found who is doing something incredible. Brilliant. Okay. Cool. So it's nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm into it. So, uh, fact number one. Running up to 20 miles a week can officially help you live longer. Oh, wow. But 20 is the magic number, right? No more than 20. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently more than 20 can have an adverse effect and shorten your life. Isn't that weird, that 20? Wow. So here's the facts and figures. Okay. The University of South Carolina, right? They looked at 53,000 people. They all had a clean bill of health. And they found that runners had a 20% lower mortality rate than non-runners. Wow. So that's a quite a big difference. That know? is a, what, 20%? Yeah, yeah. In that's 50, a fifth. Yeah, 53,000. That is mad. 20 miles a week. Cool. So how, what is that? Is that like, how many miles of that is a day? Let's think about it like that. Um, well, it's uh, three-ish. Three miles a day. Three. So half an hour of your day, yeah. you're going to live longer. Yeah. That's cool, you know. That's a good one, isn't it? I, I like that. I wonder what happens when you get... In plus that is it joint it, ju it just says yeah it just says adverse effects so i guess more knee issues and yeah. probably stress and fatigue i guess i don't know yeah all right well cool well yeah so anyone out there who listens to this who isn't a runner maybe do because you live longer yeah and you... we'll live longer than you and we'll laugh when you're dead right <laughs> uh that gary doesn't speak for both of us okay <laughs> All right, here we go. Number Next two, uh, runners, right, mm -hmm. who wear red clothing are more likely to win during competitions. Uh, you, you've made that up. Oh, that's, honest to God. That's a Man United fan honest talking to God, all kinds Honest of shit. to Ken Dodd. This is a proper study, right? And I'll tell you for why. From who? The University of fucking Alex Ferguson. What's this? <laughs> Where's this from? No, this is a true one. Because he reckoned, right, that red signals dominance... Uh -huh. and releases more testosterone. Really? Yeah. So it's, it's science. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined the study by going, it's science. <laughs> <laughs> that is mad. There's stuff like that. Last year, um, um, Norwich City painted their away dressing room uh, pink because they thought it would invoke, um, I don't know, estrogen or something, or calm, ah. calm the away team so that they weren't fighting fit. Yeah. Um, and they went up, they, they got promoted, so maybe, well, maybe there, there was go. something there. Leeds beat them 3-0. No, fuck off. <laughs> if they'd have done that, painted it pink, and then wore, changed the kit to a red kit, yeah. maybe they'd have won the football that league is mad. How... trophy. <laughs> football. <laughs> that is mad. How, how, is there any information about how that was 
Testing. Figured out, yeah. Yes. Okay, go on then. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> they call him Gary, half a story, Damer. <laughs> We're in Dean Schnerry Corner. We're out of time. We've got right. to go to that break in a minute. Right. Right. And that's me two facts of the day. I like that. I like yeah. that very much. Are you feeling the feature so far? Yeah, I'm into it. I like I like being educated because okay. I, I I don't know much. Go okay. on. Okay. And then hero of the day, hero of the podcast. Right. This guy, right, is called Ricardo Abade. Mm -hmm. Right. He's 48 years old. He holds the world record for the most consecutive marathons run. Oh my. Right. 607 marathons what in 607 days good grief imagine doing that a marathon every day for My. 607 days right but also mm -hmm. he did this whilst holding down a normal job so he's working eight hour shifts in a factory fucking hell how mad is that is there did it say why well it did say why i mean why becomes a bit of an anti-climax not an anti-climax but it ruins the the impressiveness a little bit he was aiming for a thousand and all right pulled out well that um, i don't think that ruins it for me i thought you were going to say that he like bless him lived 26 miles away from work and had to like <laughs> and had to fucking run that no no he was doing it as like a human achievement that it was is not mental yeah but the guy's like unreal he's done like he's done 52 iron men <laughs> in 52 weeks so one a week He's, he's crossed the USA on a bike. He's crossed Australia on a bike. This guy's like super fucking fit. He's 48 years old. I went on his website because I was just Googling facts and figures and shit like that. And You're Googling cool men again. <laughs> <laughs> cool Spanish men, oh, nice. no less. Um, yeah, so I went on his website and he's got like a, a bit that's his resume, his CV. Yeah. And it's just full of like fucking mad things. That is really mad. Check it out. I think he's... Ricardo Abadi.co.org.eu.run. <laughs> yeah. That's mad, man. That's ace. No, I like this feature. Dean Chinery Corner. We'll have a new jingle next week. Yeah. Um, for, but yeah, that, I like that. I also want I want a Hero of the Day jingle as well, just to sort of. Two, so we've yeah. got the facts. Yeah. And then we've got the Hero of the Day. Okay. And that's that's Dean Chinery Corner. You're asking a lot here. You didn't have any for the quiz. Mate, you got no... the listeners fucking sending in jizz the wisdom. <laughs> 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 Okay, thank you very much for uh, tuning in to uh, Behind the Medal. Uh, this has been Series 2, Episode 2. Uh, thank you very much. My name has been Dean Smith. Yeah, my name's been Gary Damer. Thank you very much. Hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll catch you on the flip side. See you later. Bye. <laughs>